0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special new episode of A Little Jaded. Uh, This is actually the first episode of our new structure of podcast um, under our new purpose for the company. Uh, So, Jaded Productions, if you don't know, has just rebranded to Jaded Productions, producing the next wave of music industry professionals, Um, and. In this, we're going to do shift from Artist Rec Friday, New Music Monday, to Music Industry Insights for that content. Uh, And part of that is we invited a very special guest today for our podcast, uh, and it Jen Admission, uh, but I will let Joanna introduce them right now.
1: Hello, guys. So today we have two members of the Gen Admission team. Their team is huge, but we were lucky enough to be able to get two of them here. We have Louisa, who is the founder of Gen Admission, and then we have Steph, who is the head of social media on the team. So if you guys want to do little intros for yourself.
2: Yeah, I can start. So, hi, my name is Lou. I'm the founder of Gen Admission. Um, I'm originally from France, France, oh my God. Uh, But I'm currently living in LA and yeah, I don't know what to say other than that, but I'm very excited to be here today.
3: Hi everyone, I'm Steph. Um, I'm from Germany. So Lou and I are both kind of on the international aspect, um, which is also really interesting and I am one of the co-founders and the head of social media for Gen Admission, and like Lou said, really excited to be on here today.
0: Awesome, we're excited to have you guys. I mean, if you, if you don't know, um, go back and read our post, but basically Gen Admission, we got together a couple months ago when I first came up with this idea, and I was like, I was talking to Joanna actually, and I said, "How can we how can we teach students the most possible through Jaded University? Um, you know, we can give them as much hands on experience as we can provide, but how how are they going to know about the other positions in the music industry? So that's when we got on the phone with the Jen admission team." Uh, and basically they've agreed to lend us their website as our textbook in quotes uh, for uh, Jaded University. So we're very, very excited to have them as our first guest for the new structure of the podcast. So, do you yeah. Know?
1: And I guess for anybody who is just like, what is Jen admission? Like, and for anybody who doesn't know, you guys actually had a name change. You had your own rebrand also. So I guess just explain to everybody, what is gen admission? How did it get started? Just all that.
2: So um, what is gen admission? That's a great question. Um, I think if we had to like summarize it in like a couple of words, we're an innovative and unconventional educational resource for the music industry. And so what does that mean? Cause that's like a little fancy. Um, well, it it's, we just started from um, not having um, a lot of, like resources online that responded to the current need of industry professionals. So like we would go online as students having questions and there's no Wikipedia of the music business. There is no official textbook. There isn't a place where you can find all the answers. So we kind of decided to create that place. Um, And the way we're doing it is by creating our own resources through a very thorough uh, research process. And so we have two main platforms, we have a website that has volumes and chapters, kind of like a textbook, um, but in a more engaging and I would say efficient way, um, targeted at Gen Z because we don't wanna read like thousands and thousands of pages without getting to the point. Um, And then we also have an Instagram that provides music industry news, fun facts and additional educational content. But that's kind of like what we are, is is providing educational resources for the new generation um, through fun, engaging and cool ways. Yeah, and then maybe Steph wants to go over um, how we got started.
3: Yeah, sure. So um, basically, we kind of all met over the span of a week um, last year in February in 2021, and Lou and Fish were the first ones that met. They went to a First Act podcast event and just connected over the fact that they're both international students that want to work in the music industry. And then a few days after that, Lou and I met, for example, at the Next Gen U Create Your Own Opportunities event. And um, soon other co-founders joined the project. And we all bonded over the fact that we want to work in the music industry. And uh, we were going to a lot of events, which resulted in us having a lot of questions. Because as beginners, we didn't understand a lot of the things that some of the speakers were talking about. And um, because there really isn't a lot of basic information on the music industry like, like on the internet, um, we kind of and decided to just do it ourselves and find the answers to our own questions um, like who said we have a website which is separated into volumes. Um, which are different launches of our educational material that we release and so our first volume, for example, was the record label and we gathered inter- information on the different positions and the departments that a record label has and. Um, that is really what makes us different because we're not redirecting others to other resources but are really creating our own. Yeah, I love that. And I I remember when I saw
1: you guys were creating this and I was like, that is the best idea ever, especially for me at the time. It's funny, me and Lou actually also met at, um, what was it, uh, NextGenU, we also met there. And I remember I was also at the same point where I was just like, I need, information. Like, I feel like I don't know anything, especially for people who, you know, they can't afford to go to the best music industry school, or maybe they're not even in university anymore, and they still want to learn. Like, how can people learn? And I love that you guys did that. And we were going to ask you what was your goal, but you kind of already touched on that, which was just kind of like to educate everybody and just make it kind of like a one-stop shop, which I love.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, um, I also wanna like say one last thing is that we started with a different name. You mentioned that we started, we were called Coda for a while, um, but we recently changed our name. We rebranded ourselves into Gen Admission uh, because we're currently, and I think that's what's our next goal is, um, we're we're becoming a nonprofit, which we never thought would happen um, because we started this as like, we'll try it out. We'll see how, what happens. Um, we'll see if people even actually need it. and. Um, our last year has shown that it is necessary and people want it and people need it. And so we're just going like more official now, which is really exciting. Um, but so, yeah, we are becoming a nonprofit called Gen Admission now, which is super exciting.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love the site. I mean, Joanna pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. She's, you know, I love the site. I think it's it's amazing. But yeah, and Lou's actually really great at a lot of things. Um, I remember I met when um what was it we I talked to you what I forget what Facebook group we were in but I saw that you were making a medicine like you were making a medicine studio. oh my god <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I was like that was, I think I think we we're in Fent- the Fentabend group or
1: something it was yeah. a while ago wow yeah something like that I completely forgot that that happened but that was so good i remember me and lou literally bonded over harry like we were just kind of going back and forth and somehow he came up obviously he came up in the conversation we're like oh my god and we're just going back and forth (laughs) yeah yeah because then i called her and i was
0: like can i how do i do this like can i make one of these for like a justin bieber song that's unreleased that i love and she was like yeah yeah so we just went through i think it was like Tools. we went through like the whole thing and i was like wow this is Intricate, oh my
2: God. It, it was, was like- a while ago. I'm yeah. so shocked. It was so long ago. You're right. We started because you messaged me about this Justin Bieber song. and I was just like, I mean, I guess we're gonna go over. It was logic. I taught you about logic. We started yeah. with like talking produ- producing. I who would have so
0: crazy we- you know. <laughs> and now we're here like what, maybe a year later, I don't even know. I don't even know, probably a year or something later, but it's it's crazy. It's so cool. Like you you guys just have so many different skills on top of like putting together an amazing website and just organizing an entire team that's all centered around one goal like it's it's spectacular but can you guys explain the process of gaining all
2: of the information that is on the Jet admissions site um yeah so this process was developed progressively we didn't start it like it wasn't perfect where we started we kind of struggled to figure out um how we were supposed to build these resources. But now we've developed kind of like this formula that works very well and that we're continuing to do on our next um, volumes that we're currently working on. It's basically this three weeks formula where the first week, so first of all, every team, um, we have an editorial team that is only focused on working on producing this content. Um, the head of this team is called Ikse. She's been here since the start, and she's absolutely amazing. So a little shout out to Ixe. Um, but so she's heading this team. And so when we start a new like research round, um, she will assign topics to people, and every person will be in charge of one um, topic. And so the first week of research is about reading online research, Um, anything that they can do um, that is just already out there, like gathering all the information that is already out there about their topic, um, and then building a list of questions that they have unanswered. Because as we know, there's not a lot of information online. So sometimes you just get stuck. You read one article that mentions one thing, and you're like, okay, I need to know more about that. And then the second week, they reach out to professionals and they interview professionals. So um, usually we have at least one interview per topic, usually more than that, um, but they talk with these professional over like a 30 minutes to an hour interview where they ask all their questions and they take notes and they kind of complete their original research with, with these interviews. And then the third week is writing the actual final paper, the thing that's gonna go on the website. And so it's like this like three week process that has been working for us until now. And then once all of this is done, it goes into the editing part. So Ixay goes over everything. I also help her with that reading. Uh, making sure that there is no wrong information, false information. We also check with professionals, making sure that we don't have wrong informations. Um, but that's more of the editing process after those three weeks. But so we've developed this kind of system and now we work in rounds. Um, so every new three weeks, they're a new round. Um, and it's been working pretty well. And we've built, like we were really scared at first to write resources that were um, like basically imperfect with like um, mistakes, but the more professionals we've talked to, the more have told us that no, it's like actually really like like really true and really showing the reality of their jobs. I remember uh, when we did the touring and live events uh, department, which is something that I didn't even, even know existed in a label. Um, when I showed it to um, the person that I interviewed after, she was like, oh my God, I'm gonna send that to all of my interns when they're starting out. Like I always struggle to explain what I'm doing. Like I'm sending that to all of my interns now. So it's just like great to see that it's actually helping people starting and people, even professionals really like it. So it's it's really nice. Yeah.
1: No, that is so amazing. And it when you were explaining everything, like how you were, you know, you go through the rounds and everything, like, it's a lot of work that people might not understand that goes into these like, aesthetically, like nice looking, but still informational, like web pages that you guys do. So this is kind of off script. But I just want to know, because I know that Lou, I know that you're in school, Stephanie, I'm not sure if you're in school. But I know like a lot of people on your team. And like, I'm in school, Jade's in school, like, how do you guys balance doing all of that while still going to school, while still doing other stuff that you might want to do, like in the music industry.
3: Do you want to start with that one? Um it's a hard question actually. Like I am still trying to like find some kind of balance or something on it. I just do, I mean sometimes I like procrastinate on stuff. So I just do it like on the last second, but I still manage to always do everything that I need. Um, but yeah you just have to be aware of everything that you have to do kind of like making a to-do list for the week or something and just being aware of when things are actually due like the latest or by when you have to do things especially like for example with social media there's a lot of deadlines and you really have to be on time because there are so many people that you work with like You know, the people that research it, and then we have our graphic designers that have to create the post, and they need enough time to be able to create it as well before it goes up on social media and everything. Um, so I really oh my god. Here we need the okay, wait, give me a second. Wait, what was the question again? I feel like I lost it. (laughs) Balance. Oh yeah. Okay, wait, give me a second. Okay now we can start again. Um, So yeah, just finding the balance by being aware of everything that you have to do and um, just figuring out how much time that is going to take you and which tasks have the priority because other people depend on you having it done on time.
2: Yeah, it's definitely definitely a lot of finding balance and I think we all struggled a little bit at first and we're getting, I think 2022 is like We're starting to get the hang of it. We're starting to figure it out. Um, But it was definitely, I think, as even as leaders or as like the founder, it's a lot of time where you have three weeks where it's just 20 hours, 30 hours a week, and then three weeks where it's like five hours a week. I'm exaggerating. It's never five hours a week. I wish. Um, But um, it's, it's a lot of like inconsistency in terms of the workload. And so if you manage to balance, like I will not work 30 hours during finals week, this is not happening. So we kind of all understand that. Um, And so we kind of like also lean on each other to kind of balance when that is, I don't know how to explain it, but basically when I have finals, I will like, be a little less here, but then Steph is going to be here because she probably doesn't have finals and kind of the same when Ixe has a lot of. um A lot of finals and she can't handle the editorial team we kind of help her out on that during those weeks so that's the cool thing with being all from different schools and all around the world and with all different systems is that we're always. There's not one time where all of us is just like overwhelmed. It's always in like separate little things. And finding balance between school is something that we're still figuring out. But for now, it seems to have been working. So I'm guessing we have that balance. I don't know. It's it's working, but it's definitely a little, it was a little hard at
0: first. No, I totally relate to what you just said. It's like, Uh, when you're when you're the founder of something you feel like everything like even though you have a team and that's they're there so that they can help and support each other and you but like sometimes you're just like no like I gotta it's all about balance it's really a balance game it's like sometimes I'm doing like a million things and redoing the whole website which takes like 20 hours on a Saturday or sometime, you know what I mean? Or sometimes it's only like five hours of work putting together like an application or something. Like, it's just, it's different and it depends. So like, I think you explained it perfectly. Cause I totally understood what you're saying, <laughs> but yeah. So what music, like as, as, as both of you move on to, you know, you're still in school, but like, as you move, hopefully like further and grow more in the music industry, what, what position can you kind of see yourself in in five years time? And was that the same position that you wanted before
2: all of your research? Okay, I'm gonna start. Um, I started this whole journey about the music industry wanting to work in touring and i think there's two reasons for that the first one is that at the time tour management 101 was kind of the only resource that we had out there and so of course if you know a lot about our certain jobs you can more easily picture yourself doing that job so it was it was the the area of the industry I knew most like most about. And also because I kind of did that in college um, through like event organization, concert organizations. So I was like, you know what? I've been doing it, seems fun, why not? Um, but the more I've been diving into this industry and the more I've learned through CODA, um, the more I realized that I, I can see myself doing a lot of things, like a lot of different things. I don't think I'll do one thing for the rest of my life i will probably try different types of jobs um but the one thing that really that i feel like i have a little it's my little baby is artist management um it's it's weird to explain i've had a couple of um like internships in artist management but i think it's the the way i like the close relationship with the artist and the um the fact that you help them on their day-to-day and it it's like you're you're there on everything, and you need to know a little about a bit about everything. It's just not you're not a specialist of marketing, but you need to know how to how the label works, how the touring industry works, how publishing works, because you need to coordinate all of that. And so it's knowing a little bit about everything and being very like versatile. And I really like that while still helping an artist, and I think you can see the like results from your work progressively over time because you're there every day with them. And so, I don't know, I feel like artist management is something I really wanna do, but it's probably, yeah, in like five to 10 years, because I do think that before that, I need to build my own career uh, before bringing somebody else in, um, because I feel like I need to know more things before um, tackling on this huge responsibility that is like managing an artist. So yeah, this is definitely something that I discovered through like gen admission, for sure um but also gen t- like showed me what I didn't want to do too because like sometimes I'm just listening to people talk about their job and I'm like no that is not gonna work for me so it's like the research really helped um but hopefully yeah artist management and then recently I've been considering law school too but that's another topic and I know Jade is also interested in that so we're gonna talk about that after but law school is also something I mean, I think it's intertwined with artist management too. There's so many like um, contracts and legal stuff intertwined that it kind of makes sense, but yeah. Steph, do you wanna?
3: (laughs) Yeah, Um, so the way that I found my way into the music industry was because I've been going to concerts ever since I was 14, Um, you know, started as a fan loving music and everything. And that's kind of how I decided that I wanna work in the music industry and especially in like the touring and live events section and um for me it was just i wanted to any do anything touring like mostly um tour management in the future is something that i still want to do but i would rather start um somewhere that's not as high stakes you know just get some experience first merch selling has always been something that seemed very interesting to me as well and um for ga what i also kind of found is I learned more about sync and I found it quite to be quite interesting um, as well as marketing just like the whole fan engagement aspect as well you know and like Lou said I'm being in the music industry itself is just always being open to every like opportunity every job because I do feel like every job has something interesting about it and there's really so much that I kind of want to like look into and figure out what it actually like is or what it entails.
1: No, I love that. And our next question was going to be on like the terms of like, what advice do you have for, you know people who are, you know trying to get into the industry and everything. And I feel like what you guys just said is really good advice. And it's something that I've also learned along the way about the importance of like, don't be afraid to try like not say like try everything, but literally try like all of these different things that you might be interested in. Like you don't know if you're genuinely going to enjoy it until you do it. And it's like like what Lou said, like you're hearing all of these different people talk about their jobs and you're like, yeah, now I know that that's not what I wanna do. But you wouldn't have known unless you put yourself in a position to find out. And I think that that's something that's really important and a lot of people kind of stray away from. They're just like, I wanna do touring. I'm gonna focus on touring. But you might end up hating it. And then from then, it's like, well, now, where do I go? You're just kind of floating. So if an opportunity comes up for maybe like a marketing internship and you never saw yourself in marketing, don't be afraid to just try it. You might end up loving it. So, yeah, I guess what's other like pieces of advice that you guys would also have for people?
3: Oh, well. (laughs) What I have, what I try to follow um, myself, what I've been trying to like live by for a few years is just seeking discomfort and doing it scared. And it's what I tell all of my friends and everyone. When we started uh, Gen Admission back then when it was CODA Collective, I always used to say it and tell it to everyone and just try to motivate everyone to really get out of their comfort zone. And um, for example, Um, right before the pandemic started, I tried to get um, like another look into the music industry and into touring by reaching out to tour managers and seeing if I can get like a photo pass to take pictures at concerts. And um, even though it's only been two or three, because it was right before the pandemic hit, um, it really makes me happy when I think about it. And I remember really telling myself to do it scared when I was nervous, like going into the arena or something. And it's just if you're willing to do it scared, it means that you care and it means that it's worth it, you know, to try and to give it a shot.
2: And to go back on what Joanna said, um, I think my main advice would be to connect, reach out, and talk to people. And that is both with the people around you and with the people ahead of you. Um, people ahead of you, because, well, like I said, through conversation with these people, you can also understand what you like and what you don't like um, because it's it, like school is great. If you manage to get like a music business education, that's great, but all of this is very theoretical um, and the actual job itself can be very different than what you learned in class. And it's great to have internships and it's amazing if you can have an internship, but some people don't have that opportunity. And so I think the the second best thing is to talk with actual professionals because through these like simple, like. 15 minutes or 30 minute conversation it can really help you understand if this is something that you can picture yourself doing or not so connect with people ahead of you and then connect with people around you because it's important to have a community and it's like I think what we created at Gen admission is that community that I always needed to pursue in this industry because sometimes it can feel very lonely and very like okay, what the hell am I doing? None of my friends understand what I'm trying to do. None of my parents, my parents, my family doesn't know anything about what I'm doing. Um, and so if you're feeling like like alone like this, you need a community that supports you, that helps you, that works towards the same goal. And that kind of motivates motivate each other each day. So I know that a lot of people say like, you should network. But I think you should connect with the people around you for that community and with the people ahead of you for the mentors. You know, both of those elements are really important,
1: especially when you're starting out. Yes, I cannot agree more. But I had something that popped into my head while you were talking um, that kind of goes along with the whole networking and like, don't be afraid to connect with people above you also. Like, a lot of these people, like you said, like, there's not a lot of resources out there. So, a lot of these people, like, You kind of learn as you're doing the job and something that I've learned from, you know, talking with people like, you know, one of the industries I'm interested in is touring also. And I've been able to meet so many amazing people and so many people have said, like, don't be afraid to ask questions because they didn't know what they were doing and they know that they can't expect you to know what you're doing either because you mm, there's only so much you can really know until you're doing the job and they know that like you have questions so don't be afraid to ask a quote-unquote dumb question or that you're going to seem like like you don't know anything it's like you probably don't know and that's fine like just ask the question because the more knowledge you have like just the better pretty much yeah yeah and I think
0: if I could actually combine both of your advice that would be my advice because like connect with people even though you're scared you know (laughs) because like I loved what Joanna said you know what I mean definitely like ask questions don't be afraid but like also connect with people even when you're scared because like you said Lou like you're connecting with people ahead of you and stuff like that and that can be very scary sometimes because you're like oh my goodness they're in the job that I want but I mean I always say and I'm sure that Joanna can recall that I always say I'm like they just have a cool job guys like it's just a cool job like don't be afraid to talk to them so like work through that fear to to really make these powerful and awesome connections you know and I'm sure I I speak for myself but i I mean, I'm sure that you guys are also open to anybody that's listening to this podcast to connect with us via, you know, Jen Admission's website or the Jada Productions website. Like we're totally down to talk about all of our experiences. But um, so one question that I'm excited to kind of bring into our structure into every podcast. Um, You guys will be the first ones that we're trying this out on, but we're hoping to bring it into every single podcast. Um, But in terms of your experience in the music industry, have you ever gotten a little jaded as it were? Um, And if so, how do you come back to yourself and the work that you love?
3: Um, Okay, so I'm gonna start this off well the biggest music industry experience I have I'd say is for gen admission so I'm gonna talk about this because I really love the work that we do and um, all of the social media stuff as well but I do have to say that social media obviously itself can be really draining um, at some times and I last end of last year I did feel like very overwhelmed or kind of burnt out on my part and um, what really helped me there was just the break that we took over Christmas and New year's because we've been like working nonstop since like February on everything. And it's really important to give yourself like a break where you can really relax without having to think about work in the back of your mind. Because before that, even when I like was having some downtime, I was still thinking about all of the things that I had to do for Jen admission, for example. And over the break, I really had like this free time to not think about anything and not have any tasks on my to-do list for that
2: um and then first of all I agree with what Steph said also social media can be so draining because it feels like you can never stop like you can't stop posting on Instagram for two weeks that's like not good for your statistics and engagement and all of that. And so I think of all the teams that we've had, like editorial can take a break because if they don't do research for three weeks, nobody's gonna know about that. But social media can't really stop. And so like the job that Steph has been doing for the past year has been like incredible and the whole social media team it has been incredible, but it's really hard to take breaks sometimes. And so like, yeah, this, this Christmas break was really necessary for the whole team. Um, Now on my side for like the music industry in general, it's really funny because before finding that I wanted to work in the music industry, I had little like six months obsessions with other jobs. I was like, okay, now I wanna become an engineer. Now I wanna become this, now I wanna become that. And I was, there was always this like honeymoon phase of three months where I was just like, of course I wanna do this. Like that's decided that I found my destiny, I found my job. And then I would be just like bored and tired. And I would just be like, no, this is not working out. This is not what I want to do. Um, goodbye. And so when I started getting interested in the music industry two years ago, I was like, well, that might be another passion of mine, another obsession. It might just disappear. It never did. I'm still here and still hasn't disappeared. And the more the more the day passes and the more obsessed and like, um, and the more I love what I'm doing and the more I want to work in this industry. And so I think that's like really relevant of um. Yeah, it's, I think I found my thing. And it's so funny because if you had told that to Lou three years ago, she was like desperate to find something because all of her friends knew, but she didn't. Um, it was be like, yeah, you know, like music. Now that's your thing, you find it. Um, so I don't think I've I've been jaded about this whole thing at all. Um, now for gen admission as to, similarly to Steph, last, the end of last year was a little hard um, because we we were kind of reaching this like routine point where we were doing the same thing and not really knowing what what would be next for the first three months when we started we had our goal launching the website and we all worked towards that and it's easy when you have a goal because you know what you have to do but then after the website was launched we were kind of like okay what's next now like we can continue releasing volumes but what's next other than that and so we had this little phase back in the fall where we were kind of stuck all of us Uh, We didn't really know where we were supposed to go. Um, And that was a little, I would say, like draining and tiring. And we were all kind of burnt out. But we just restarted again in 2022 um, in the sense that we have a new name. We have a new organization inside of like everything has changed. The team composition has changed. And it's like such a small thing to change team composition but working with new people that you've never worked with in the past is so great because you learn so much and you like you just you were in like this safe space doing the same thing for such a long time and then these new people bring new ideas and kind of disrupt the whole thing in the best way possible and so yeah i think the way we kind of break that broke that little like stagnant point is that we change the team composition um we gave more responsibility to people that didn't have as much before and so that completely changed the dynamic um and we just sat down after new year's for like a three-hour meeting and just defined what we wanted to do this year and now we have new goals and it's just great to have goals because then you can like work towards them as a team rather than just working without really knowing where you're going um so yeah this kind of like reset with the new year was definitely necessary and kind of helped us get out of that
1: stagnant stage. I love that. And I think that that's something that's so important for other people to hear about like the importance of like allowing change to happen because a lot of times, you know, you're comfortable in the position that you're in but then that doesn't mean that you're like content with the position that you're in and you guys were in a comfortable position but you're like, we need something to like re-spark, you know, that passion. And especially like what Lou said, like if this is your passion, then it's going to you know it's going to be refueled. You just need moments, like Steph said, to like sit down, whether it's with yourself, with your team, whoever, like whatever, just figure out like where is it that you're going, like what is it that you want to do? And if what you if you feel like what you're doing is worth it, then keep going. Exactly. Very well said. <laughs>
0: Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. I love it. Well, th- this has been one of the best conversations that I feel like we've ever had. I'm so excited to see what Jen Admission does next. And you can check out their website, org or their Instagram, which is popping right now at genadmission.org. So thank you so much to Lou and Steph for being here. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next time on another episode of A Little Jaded.